0: good morning everyone in this sunshine monday morning we are very 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 privileged and pleasure to have you know feature Yoshitaka-san into our our your story agent so i'm very excited about it i'm super excited about it i think this is a great episode which i believe you know you will learn a lot from this beloved gentleman Yoshitaka Kombawa is that a right Japanese word
1: <laughs> yeah great Konbama or konnichiwa Konnichi- um, my name, konnichiwa it's for in the afternoon yeah thank you for having me i'm very glad to be here and i'm excited to share my story i hope we will have a great time together thank great. you so much
0: great so for the listener who doesn't know you can you perhaps just give you know a, a little bit background for you you know where you're from where you were born you know where did you study whatever some excitement on okay. your side
1: all right great okay so hello uh, listeners audience my name is Yoshitaka Ohara from japan so i was born in japan and i was raised up in japan at the, um, yeah, my background, I used to be a researcher of Jupiter's Satellite Europa. Really? Yeah, when I was a university student and also I took master course, master degrees, and I did a research about the surface, how the Jupiter Satellite Europa's surface was formed. Mm. It was yeah, formed by tidal force created by Jupiter. That was one of my theories. But um, I totally changed my career from outer space to the earth. Yeah. And I entered IBM as a business consultant. Okay. I worked for there for around four years to, as a business consultant. Was it in Japan? It was... was in Japan. Yeah. Okay. Great. It was in Japan. My clients were based in a diverse industry. Some of them are manufacturing, some of them are banks. So I try to support their transformation to grow their business. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. after IBM, I um, quit IBM with my ex colleague not fired, that's important. Okay. I quit <laughs> with my, my coworkers and start my own business okay great yeah it was 12 years ago
0: 12 years ago so, oh, okay. yeah okay so what made, what made you decide to leave you know the comfort of ibm as business consultant and venture into the business because the the, mm-hmm. the to start a business is not easy and it's very how should i say it
1: it's very scary <laughs> Exactly, exactly. A lot of my friends, even my family at that time didn't agree, or even they tried to stop me to um, start my own business.
0: Okay,
1: so yeah at that time, but uh, I really want to start my own business. I really want to make some change of Japanese society. Oh,
0: okay. So okay.
1: Yeah, at that time it was 2010, okay. it was after a couple years later of our world economic crisis. Yeah, so while I'm working in IBM, the crisis happened and Japanese economical situations going down quite rapidly. And at that time we found that we Japanese don't have enough skills, experiences, or spirit, to make some actions toward the future, okay. not that we feel, yeah, not that we thought our society is stable, and if we are on the right track, we will grow or we already have some success. I don't know what success is the definition at that time that yeah. we thought, but suddenly, economic crisis happened, okay. and we found that we don't have nothing, but we need to be able to create our future by ourselves. We have to take back um, our own life by ourselves so that we started our own company and my company tried to provide opportunities for Japanese people to go to see the world and let them see the reality and try to give them opportunity to learn how to make up living or how to build a new business outside then yeah that's that's why we or i decided to get out of the comfort zone at that time
0: that's very inspiring because a lot of people they think you know starting their own business is such a risk and not many people are willing to take the risk you know and Mm -hmm. and that for me is so inspiring especially what you do now because you also try to support the Japanese you know upcoming entrepreneurs also and try to help them to actually grow their business and that I think yes. that is really is super 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 inspiring but out of curiosity is English an official one of the official languages in Japan Oh, not really no okay no. okay but you can speak the yes. language right you can speak Japanese and English
1: Yes, yes, I can.
0: Where did you learn your English? At?
1: Um, so actually, I, I've never studied abroad, so I try to gain English skills by myself watching TV. So somehow I managed to um, be able to speak English. That's
0: so, you speak English very well. Now. I thought maybe you were Japanese, then born overseas and went back to Japan. Not really, you were born in Japan. Oh, in it.
1: Japan. Grew up in Japan, yeah, and based in Japan. No,
0: that is impressive, actually. I think you know, I need to start learning Japanese as uh, so well. I can st- only speak the basic one. <laughs> yeah, the basic one. That's a good. Start. Know, you know, when the food is delicious, I will say, "What do you call that thing?" Uh, "Oishi." Oishi, here you go. Oishi. So I can only hey, speak you. the basic
1: one. <laughs> basic but important one.
0: Basic and important. <laughs> Great, great, awesome. Man. So, your business at the moment—are you only focused? The business only, you know, in Japan, or have you expanded to somewhere else?
1: Thank you. Um, my business is trying to uh, develop not only in Japan. As uh, we founded my company in two thousand and ten, but two years later. We expand our business outside of Japan. That was Vietnam. Vietnam. Okay. Why Vietnam? Vietnam though? Why Vietnam? Why did you? Why, okay. Vietnam? So it was around 2010 to 2012. Around that age, um, for many of Japanese enterprises or Japanese entrepreneurs, we are seeking for the next market, okay. you know, which which may have some possibilities or capacity which we can develop our business. So before that, early 2000, many of Japanese companies enter Chinese market. Okay. Enter China. But 10 years later, so China's conditions getting changed, you know. Okay. Then this, and between japan and china there's some tensions between two countries okay so that people started to think about are there any place we can do or rebuild our business yeah so at that time it was vietnam or indonesia which is relatively close to japan and also they have a room of development or growth okay so that we at that time I travel around Southeast Asia countries really? and see the people and the build a network and eventually I decided to stay in Vietnam. But us, Vietnam wasn't just only our destinations. We you know and en- entire Southeast Asia was our field to okay. do business. Okay. So you
0: so you choose Vietnam as the first country outside of Japan to venture. Exactly. In So it must be quite challenging, you know, because you don't necessarily know the country, you don't have the network, you know, so how, so maybe share with the listener, you know, maybe how did you start, you know, building up the whole operation in Vietnam, because that for me is going to be something exciting to hear, actually.
1: Mm. But yeah, as you say, it was really, really tough. It was hard to build a new business in a new country. Even I don't speak any Vietnamese language at the first day, you know. And it was very early stage to open their country. I mean, from Vietnam point of view, you know, to welcome Vietnamese investors to start business. So even the legal system wasn't clear very much for oh, foreigners. Okay.
0: Yeah.
1: yeah. So even to take to get the business license. It took long, long time. Even I need to go to see many people to collect the information. But at the, so it was good experience. It was tough though. So somehow I try to collect the information by myself, and also I try to build a network and find the trustworthy people. Then somehow I manage and I can start the business. But it took a month or even mm-hmm. a year.
0: I can imagine, but how did you build network? Because you don't know anybody. Did you attend like the Chamber of Commerce or did you attend a conference? How did you build up the network? There must be, there must always be a starting point, somewhere. Yeah,
1: I see. So there's two ways I, I took. So first one is, as I said, I attended some conference and exchange cards, you know, a business card, and email them and start to build a network. And also, when I enter Vietnam, I already have one or two Japanese friends already oh, before my coming okay. to Vietnam. All right. Two, two of my friends are there. So I asked them to introduce me to his and her network, mm-hmm. then start to build you know, and go step by step.
0: That's but you, awesome. you are based in Japan. You just go to Vietnam just to more from a business traveling point of view, right?
1: Oh, you really yeah, th- it completely. Yeah, at that time I moved to Vietnam and uh, I spent uh, several years. But now seven I, years. I moved, yeah, and I moved back from Vietnam to Japan right now, and okay. I travel to Vietnam. But the first few years I was based in Vietnam. I lived there and did business
0: right so obviously you've been there for like seven years right so you must have experienced some local Vietnamese culture how is it different from Japan actually?
1: yeah there is a lot of difference but one of the biggest um difference it was like um the sense of time like we Japanese sometimes we are too punctual that Vietnamese friend said that you know, if we say let's start at nine a.m., it must be start at nine. It must start at nine a.m. or we must show up before nine, ten minutes before, oh, okay. not earlier very, than that. Very precise, actually. Yeah? Very precise. Yeah, but uh, when I and en- came to Vietnam and said, okay, why don't we have a meeting at nine? The f- first time i was upset we said 9 why you don't come you didn't come at 9 but uh, from Vinmi's point of view we said 9 okay so 9 to 9:30 around 9 a.m. still have our in you know, a range to say 9 mm-hmm. and they are they were on time uh, so we both have very different perspective about time yeah. from their point of view yoshi is always to rush to do something, they don't have enough space. That I don't have enough space for it. But from my point of view, no, you are wasting your time. Why we said nine? Why you don't didn't come nine? So now I understand, and we both understand. You know what, what is the time or what is the um, promised time meaning? Uh, the very fast first time when I I had several times to misunderstood each other yeah. and. Sometimes I got upset.
0: And from Vietnam, then where did you expand your business to? Because Vietnam right. was, the first, was the first one, right? So, after yep. what happened?
1: Yep. Uh, Fastly, yeah. Vietnam was the first country. And Vietnam is um, next to Cambodia, Laos, and even Thai is very close. So, we expand our business to these countries. Because our business is bring Japanese people to this country and let them expose to new culture and to learn um how to survive or how to build a new business. So that we need to we wanted to add more destinations for our Japanese customers. Okay. So we Cambodia, Nabi the network, Laos, mm. Thailand, Malaysia. So we try to expand our network to Sassi Stage. Mm. Okay, so the biggest challenge is um, to change our customers mindset.
0: Okay, explain to me about
1: it. So, e- yep, <clears throat> so our company's message is go to let's get out of the comfort zone and let's go to see the new world and to make the people to be able to create new values. But still, many of Japanese people tend to have the perspective or thought or even belief that, like, we Japanese have a good position in the world. So, our market is great, our technology is great, and our knowledge, our business experiences, we can apply this out of Japan directly. But mm. that's not true. Our conditions, our position is already much lower than before. And we ourselves have to know what we can do by ourselves, what as individual, Mm -hmm. we need to know or recognize what is value, Mm -hmm. what we we can bring and where's your value, how you bridge yourself to the new uh, market, the new people Mm -hmm. and co-create the values together. Mm-hmm. That I want to encourage them to do, but the, many of them still think no, we don't need to do that. We Japanese, we have um, enough experience. we have enough skills so we can yeah. So they don't make want, some...
0: They, so they don't necessarily want to embark on the new thing they're happy in where they are right? they, they are not
1: happy to even see the reality or well, they don't want to change themselves. They don't want to unlearn out their mm. past successful experiences. I think so that's the biggest thing.
0: I think the key word here is unlearn, you know, because I from from my perspective, you know, because we actually incubate and accelerate a lot of a, a lot of business, you know, entrepreneur business. The one thing we also have picked it up is it's so difficult for people to unlearn what they have learned because they think to your point, uh, you know, I mean, they always think, you know, we already know everything we already know what Mm -hmm. needs to happen. But my Mm question always, you know, if you already know anything, if you already know what happened, why is your business not, almost, not Mm -hmm. stable? So now, unlearn that the word itself, it actually has some sort of negative connotation. So what we Mm did from outside, we start to almost not necessarily unlearn, but we almost, you know, change it in such a way you have great experience, but now you can further, you know, get more mm. of the new things, actually. Well, so, for listeners, you, you know, hope you guys have a good time, you know, with this episode, where we share some story about Yoshitaka-san in Japan, and also, you know, there's some inspirational, you know, the quotes and the stories, and and the insights which he shared with you guys, you know, I think, particularly from my side, you know, the way how he actually ventured out from Japan into Vietnam, that for me is very inspiring because I know how difficult it is to establish business in other countries when you might, might not necessarily know the culture, know the legislation, and not to mention about the people. Because the business, to build a business, is all about building our relationship with people. So, on behalf of the listener, on behalf of your story, Asia, thank you so much for your time. I'm certainly looking forward to engaging with you further. And I believe you've got some exciting ventures which you want to share with the listeners as well. I, I believe you did mention you're going to start your own podcast and some of the new business ventures What Do you want to share with the listeners?
1: Yeah, it's in Japan, in Japanese, but we have our podcast my company and we have some blogs so i will share the link with Joby later so if you are if you are in please visit
0: great 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 so what i'll do right i will get those links from yoshitaka-san and then i will just you know share when we post the video out so you can see that at the bottom and then you can just click the link and to check out what is your Gepshi something you know, busy with and maybe you want to get involved or maybe you can get some advice from him as well. So thank you so much. Really appreciate it. Thank you for your time. Thank you very much.
1: Thank you.